0: 31, Mississippi State 21, the Rebels have won the
1: 2021 Egg Bowl The following is a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network (laughs) It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at Logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at Brad Logan C-O-T-E. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault. To the pavilion, to Swayze Field. It's all old miss,
2: all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. They're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. So be sure and head on over to the updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Join and use the promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V 50. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take the advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. That's betonline.ag.
1: Down the Mississippi got a new I said hey, hey hey yeah hey hey yeah said, hey hey hey,
2: yeah. hey, hey, hey yeah. well, come on take a stroll down the basin street. Hey welcome into today's Believe in Old Miss podcast whether you're on your way to New Orleans you're getting ready to go to New Orleans or you're gonna enjoy the sugar bowl from the friendly confines of your home. We hope this podcast finds you doing well. In between Christmas and New Year's, it's Ole Miss playing in the All-State Sugar Bowl. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We've had a lot of content over the last, gosh, probably a couple of days, maybe four or five days, over at reps247.com. A lot's been happening. Oddly enough, it's in the dead period, so not a lot of recruiting. But a ton of stories. And one that I wrote, which was my uh, top three most exciting bowl games, and david johnson uh, has got some great stories out there from years past uh chris brooks has kind of got some things going on with recruiting in regards to transfer portal but when it comes to game day we wanted to to let everybody know it's going to be exciting at reps247.com and leading up to game day on saturday four days away and we'll have you completely covered both from new orleans uh and, uh, and everything you can imagine from from game content, post, pregame. I'll be at the uh, parade. Uh, there's going to be some functions on Friday night, New Year's Eve. We'll be there to cover that as well. Just stay tuned to reps247.com. We'd love to have you. As it stands, Ole Miss and Baylor getting ready to kick it off. It feels like forever uh, since the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving night. But as it stands, there are some COVID issues. David Johnson wrote... Uh, A piece yesterday, as we record, uh, it's available on 247sports.com and rebs247.com. And it kind of details what Coach Lane Kiffin said and his media availability. Also some some stories. We had DJ Durkin was made available to the media. This was uh, as we record on Tuesday. So you're probably hearing this uh, early Wednesday morning. Or at some point Wednesday. So, I had a chance to, to, to visit with the defensive coordinator for Ole Miss and, and learned a lot. Got a couple of players. So, be free, be sure and tune into Reps 247 and uh, get all the content you can imagine. Today, what we want to do is do a kind of a year end review and just how did Ole Miss get to where they are? How did Ole Miss get to be 10 wins, uh, which was one of the best regular seasons in program history, and have a chance to get to 11 for the first time in program history? We'll recap them all right here on the podcast today and gives you a chance to kind of go back and remember some of the games of this year's past and kind of leading us up to kickoff for the Sugar Bowl. We'll have one more podcast for you. It will probably drop Thursday uh, or Friday morning, uh, maybe even Wednesday. Depends on when we can get it out for you. But it's going to be a culmination podcast about uh, pretty much we'll hear from CEO. Jeff Hundley of the All-State Sugar Bowl. We'll hear from Brett Norsworthy, the pre- and the post-game host of the Ole Miss uh, Radio Network. And we'll just kind of hear some interviews. And we will kind of get everything you'll need. We'll hear from Coach Dave Aranda. We'll hear from Head Coach Lane Kiffin of Ole Miss. Uh, We'll maybe get a couple of players. The main thing we want to do is get you as much content as you can and as much content as you need to get you ready for kickoff. I just want to make sure that that you have all the information you need in regards to lineups, uh, who you kind of can expect to be throwing it and catching it and running it, so you can uh, get excited about that. We'll definitely try to get that to you before Friday. Try to get that to you maybe on Thursday. That way you have a chance, if you're either going down or in New Orleans already, give you something to listen to to kind of get you fired up for the game. A reminder that today's podcast is brought to you in part by Lightbox. Lightbox, lab-grown diamonds are... The brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest-quality lab-grown diamonds, well, quite frankly, you can find, at a light price, only 800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are just grown in a lab because of the process. They can create stones in blush pink, beautiful blue, and, as well as classic white. Light box lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off. Price so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit spark. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox Diamonds, never a dull moment. It all started with the Louisville game. It all started with the trip in Atlanta when you just didn't know what you were going to get. Specifically on the defensive side of the ball, we'll talk about it in depth, about how Ole Miss was able to do do some things defensively with some new personnel, and it definitely changed. And we all wondered how it would change. And then you fast forward, you had the Tennessee game, the Arkansas game. It's been a pretty wild ride for sure. It's been a fun ride, and we appreciate you being part of the ride with us. I'm so honored to be a part of Inside the Rebels. The 247 Sports family has been wonderful. And uh, it's um, it's been a great ride so far. And I'm so grateful for David Johnson for reaching out and allowing me to be a part of the Inside the Rebels family. We're excited about some things coming down the road, and I hope you're there with us because there's some great things happening after the first of the year, and we cannot uh, cannot wait. Ole Miss and Baylor getting ready to kick it off seven forty-five in New Orleans, New Year's Day night on ESPN. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's take a look back at all the games that how we got here at ten and two. Let's take a look back together right here on the Believe and Ole Miss Podcast, a part of the Believe Podcast Network.
1: a place which exerts an extraordinary pull on all who have walked its hallowed ground. Thousands come each year, and yet no one ever really leaves. Ole Miss is for life. A major university with the familiar intimacy of family. Friendships that are more than friendships. Moments that are more than moments. An autumn celebration on a Saturday afternoon in the Grove. Contests waged and triumphs savored. With our largest freshman class, soaring honors college, national reputation for academics and research, our pride is overflowing. Today, more than ever, for all who have ever called this magical place home, you never leave Ole Miss.
2: season as a whole for the Ole Miss Rebels, a season where Ole Miss finished 10-2, 6-2 in the Southeastern Conference, had a streak of four straight wins, and more importantly, finished 7-0 at home inside Vault hemingway Stadium. It all started with a big win on the road at a neutral site to beat the University of Louisville in a big game, Labor Day night, and Ole Miss would come away with a 43-24 win over the Louisville Cardinals and start the season off 1-0. Ole Miss would finish with 569 yards of total offense, 381 yards coming through the air. And Ole Miss would dispatch of the Louisville Cardinals, 43-24. It was a big game for Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. Ole Miss would open up the scoring on on Ely's one-yard run, missed the point after try. Caden Costa would come back and kick a field goal to go up 9-0. Ole Miss behind Matt Corral, a six-yard run, up 16 to nothing at that point. And Snoop Conner got in on the action as well. Scoring from one yard out, Ole Miss went up twenty-three to nothing, and then Caden Costa would finish the first half with a twenty-two-yard field goal, and Ole Miss took a twenty-six to nothing lead in the halftime. Talk about a complete one-eighty from an Ole Miss defense of a year ago. Ole Miss showed up and showed out. Louisville would make a run later in the game as they would score a field goal early in the third quarter. Ole Miss would then score another field goal by way of Caden Costa, thirty-eight-yard field goal. That lead now 29-3. Louisville would score once again. Uh, Malik Cunningham, a player that was very highly decorated coming into the game. Ole Miss did a nice job defensively on Malik Cunningham. Louisville would put a score on the board with about a minute to go in the third quarter as Cunningham connected with Brian Smith to cut the lead to 29-10. But credit to Ole Miss. Snoop Connor, a big run, 11 yards. Caden Costa kick was good. Ole Miss stretched the lead in the fourth quarter, of the 36-10, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Louisville scored a couple more times, and Ole Miss would add a touchdown from D'Oterio Drummond, a six-yard touchdown pass from Matt Corral. Ole Miss wins 43-24. And I think more than anything is how well that Ole Miss defense played. And Ole Miss would start the year at 1-0. In game two, after Ole Miss would rig up 630 yards on Austin P, it would cruise to a 54-17 win over the Governors. And Ole Miss got out to a really fast start until halftime and it would see the Rebels leading 37-7 over the Governors and a final score of 54-17. It was a big day for Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral. 21 completions, 281 yards, and five touchdowns. And through the air, big games for receivers, Ontario Drummond, who finished with six catches, two touchdowns, and 107 yards. Jonathan Mingo, two touchdowns, seven catches, and 99 yards. Ole Miss would continue the winning streak it would be three games after it would beat Tulane in game three and go to 3-0 and in the season after it beats the Green Wave, 61-21. to And just when you think the offense can't improve anymore, Ole Miss would ring up 707 total yards on the Green Wave, 335 through the air, 372 through the ground, and Ole Miss would come out and uh, really hit the green wave hard. By the way, this was a game that was delayed, if you'll remember, due to weather in the Oxford area, and this didn't kick off until uh, well after the, the this slotted time of 7 o'clock. Ole Miss would get out to a 13-0 lead. Henry Parrish would start things off with a 19-yard run. Matt Corral, a 9-yard run. And the Rebel lead would jump out to 26-7. to And the, uh, well, the Rebels never looked back. Dontero Drummond would catch a 12-yard touchdown pass from Matt Corral. Other superlatives in the game. It was just a big game from Jonathan Mingo as well. In the second quarter, there alone, Jonathan Mingo 50-yard pass from Matt Corral. Uh, Dontero Drummond had an 11-yard touchdown run as the Rebels run that score up to 40 to 14. Tulane would make a little bit of a comeback, but Ole Miss would score. I don't know a couple more times in the third quarter. Matt Corral 15-yard run for a touchdown. Matt Corral 12-yard run for a touchdown. Fraylon Sanders, 45-yard pass from Matt Corral, and Ole Miss would stop uh, the scoring, at least for this game, 61-21. And Ole Miss would go to 3-0 and in the season.
1: And Ole Miss is going to win this game by a
0: final score of 61-21. They'll shake hands in the middle of the field. Lane Kiffin's team is 3-0, ranked 16th in the nation, with a couple of weeks of waiting. Might move up the polls in both weeks, just based on an excellent performance against Tulane and Tulane. See what happens above us in the polls, too. But Ole Miss 61, to Lane
2: 21. And that was David Kellum, voice of the Rebels from Learfield and the Ole Miss radio network. Ole Miss would get its first loss of the season, a 42-21 loss to the Alabama Crimson Tide. That will drop the Ole Miss record at that time to 3-1 and 0-1 in the Southeastern Conference. A tough hill to climb as the Crimson Tide got up 28 to nothing on the Ole Miss Rebels. Couldn't really get anything going offensively in the first half. The Crimson Tide played uh, as well as it has played all year long. Ole Miss would finally get on the board after Alabama would go up Thirty-five to nothing in the third quarter as Matt Corral would run around the end to put Ole Miss on the board thirty-five to seven. It was just too much Crimson Tide. Ole Miss would finish today with a Snoop Conner one-yard touchdown run and a Chase Rogers, uh, the tight end, a two-yard pass from Matt Corral. But Alabama wins this one forty-two to twenty-one, and the Rebels take their first loss of the season. The fifth game of the season would be one to remember. If you're into offense, check these numbers out: Arkansas backed six hundred seventy-six total yards. The Ole Miss Rebels, six hundred and eleven total yards. At the end of the day, it would see Ole Miss outlast Arkansas, fifty-two to fifty-one, and yet another thriller. And if you want my personal opinion, this is a rivalry game that just not get the publicity that it deserves. Both Ole Miss and Arkansas have had rivalry games that date all the way back to the two thousands, and they've always been a whole lot of fun. Arkansas would get the scoring early, uh, seven and up in KJ Jefferson, uh, five yard run. And, uh, by the way, K.J. Jefferson, a Sardis, Mississippi product. He's one to watch over the next couple of years. He's done some big, big things uh, in Arkansas, only going to get better. Matt Corral gets on the board, a five-yard run, cuts that lead to seven to six. Arkansas would score. Uh, Traylon Burks, another big-time player for the Hogs, 14-6. Ole Miss ties it up to Ontario Drummond. Uh, Matt Corral uh, attempted a two-point conversion. It was good at 14-14, and Ole Miss would get up 21-14 to before half as Matt Corral a seven-yard touchdown run, and uh, here's where the fireworks began. Ole Miss would extend that lead on a Caden Costa 50-yard field goal, but here comes Arkansas. Trey Knox, three-yard pass from K.J. Jefferson, got that leads to 24-21. Arkansas would tie it up. The Cam Little, 31-yard field goal, 24-all. Ole Miss, Snoop Connor 51-yard touchdown run, 31-24. Arkansas, K.J. Jefferson, six-yard run, 31-all going into the fourth quarter. The fireworks would not stop. Snoop Connor, 34-yard run. Cost to kick is good. 38-31 Ole Miss. Arkansas, another blow. Here comes Traylon Burks. 20-yard pass from K.J. Jefferson. All tied at 38. Ole Miss, Snoop Connor, one-yard run. 45-38 midway through the fourth quarter. Here comes Arkansas. K.J. Jefferson, a 10-yard run. It's 45-45. Oh miss, Braylon Sanders. Remember that? One minute, seven seconds to go, a 68-yard bomb from Matt Corral. Two plays, 75 yard drive, time of possession, 15 seconds. One minute and seven seconds to go. Yep, you got it. That's too much time for Arkansas. The Rebels lead 52 to 45, and here come the Hogs in regulation. Warren Thompson, a nine yard pass from KJ Jefferson. They went for two. A nine-play, 75-yard drive. Time possession, right at a minute seven. They went for two with the clock on zero. Ole Miss defense. We talked about the Ole Miss defense a little bit. This is where it kind of started. This is when you thought, hey, maybe this is a team to beat. Now, I know you're thinking, Brad, you're crazy. Ole Miss giving up 51 points, but they stood up when they needed to. And Ole Miss gets the win and is now – 4-1 4-1 in the season and 1-1 one and one in the Southeastern Conference. And this felt like one Ole Miss had to have if it was going to have a special season. 52-51, the Rebels beat Arkansas in a thriller. Up next for the Rebels was, well, the golf ball and the mustard bottle game. Well, we'll hear more about that later. Tennessee fans will probably remember it as the Matt Corral game as Matt Corral essentially took this football game over. Uh, the leader, both on offense, running and passing, 21 completions, 231 yards, two touchdowns. On the ground, well, it was Matt Corral. 195 yards, averaged 6.5 yards a carry. It was an incredible game for Matt Corral, who had his team put it on his shoulders and everything he could to will the Rebels to win. Uh, Dontario Drummond, he and Dennis Jackson were the receivers that pretty much showed up the most. It was the Matt Corral show on the ground, to be honest with you. So many receivers were injured, but credit Drummond and credit Jackson because both had big catches. Drummond finished with two catches for 66 yards, one a touchdown. And you remember, the long was 50 yards. Dennis Jackson, two catches, one touchdown. That long of 33, which was the touchdown that was big late in the game. At the end of the day, it was the Ole Miss Rebels outlasting Tennessee because if you'll remember, late in the game, Tennessee's Hendon Hooker, The five-yard run cut the Ole Miss lead. At that point, Ole Miss was leading 31-19. But Tennessee's hooker goes around the end for five yards and cuts the lead to 31-26 with 13.41 to go. Tennessee gets the ball late in the game after Ole Miss converts a couple of first downs. But Tennessee gets it, a chance to win. Hooker goes down. Joe Milton comes in late in the game. And Ole Miss does a great job on fourth down, keeping Tennessee out of the end zone. And Ole Miss comes away with a win on Rocky Top, 31-26. And it was a win that Coach Lane Kiffin talked about how important it was. We all know that Coach Lane Kiffin served as head coach at Tennessee for a number of years, and it was not the the most welcomed party, I guess you could say, for the former head coach. At the end of the game, it got kind of ugly. Golf balls, mustard, bottles, among other things, uh, of course, cup to that sort of thing kind of littered the field because there was a couple of calls that didn't go Tennessee's way. At the end of the day, the Rebels win in Knoxville, 31 to 26, and get a big SEC win. The following game, Ole Miss would welcome LSU to town. The Tigers would come in with a record of four and three. Then Ole Miss, of course, came away with a win to prove its record to six and one and three and one of the conference. It would be. Coach Ed Ogeron's last trip to Oxford, at least as head coach for LSU, we'll see what the future holds for the former LSU head coach. Ole Miss would get 470 total yards. It's a pretty eventful day, 205 through the air, 265 on the ground. Matt Corral would finish with 19 completions for 186 yards. He did have one touchdown, and then on the ground, it was a big day for Ole Miss as Snoop Connor 117 yards on the ground, and on Ealy with 97 yards and one touchdown. Henry Parrish Jr. also had a touchdown. Ole Miss has always played uh, LSU a little bit tougher than, than some other teams, but credit the Tigers. They came out early with Ty Davis-Price scoring 7-0 uh, for the LSU Tigers on the one-yard run. But Ole Miss would get a field goal from Caden Costa. It would get a touchdown from Casey Kelly, from Matt and also get a Matt three-yard run. Ole Miss goes up 17-0 at the half. Ole Miss attack on two more scores. Henry Parrish, a five-yard touchdown run. Jerron Ely, a 36-yard touchdown run. 31-17 at Ole Miss with Cruz to the victory. It was also a really big day on campus as Eli Manning's number was retired. Eli Manning addressed the crowd along with all of his family, and it was a big day. A packed Grove, a packed Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, and a big win over arch-rival LSU. Thank you for this unbelievable honor. I appreciate all of my old Miss family here that has supported me during my career. This day would not be possible without the unbelievable coaches and players that I got to compete with on this field every Saturday. I'd like to thank my parents, my wife Abby, my kids, and all of my family for their love and support during my football journey. Seeing My number 10, hang up there next to my dad, will be one of the greatest moments of my life. Manning would go on to win two Super Bowls, have a storied career with the New York Giants, but all of that will be remembered because of his time in auction and what he did as an Ole Miss Rebel. As we continue to look at the season for Ole Miss that was – it led to this 10-2 season, Ole Miss would find its second loss of the year coming on the plains against the Auburn Tigers. A depleted Ole Miss offense would only garner 464 yards, 307 through the air, and only 157 rushing yards. Auburn would better the Rebels with 483 total yards and Auburn winning the game 31-20. It would be the Ole Miss defense that kept the Rebels in the game. Ole Miss giving up 14 quick points to the Auburn Tigers. Bo Nix, quarterback for the Tigers, opened the scoring with an 11-yard touchdown run. Ole Miss would add a field goal to cut it to 7-3, to three, but it was Auburn stretching the lead to 14-3 to after a Tank Bigsby one-yard run. Into the second quarter, Auburn would add 14 more points in the second quarter before the Ole Miss defense would eventually clamp down on the Tigers, only allowing uh, the Tigers three points in the fourth quarter. But the second quarter, Snoop Connor. And Ole Miss would cut the lead to 14-10 after a 13-yard run. With Bo Nix on the ground again, opens that lead even more, 21-10. And reminder, that Auburn team would never relinquish the lead. Ole Miss cuts the lead again. Matt Corral, 11-yard run, 21-17. But Auburn, once again, heads into halftime leading 28-17 and eventually winning the game 31-20. Matt Corral, not his best day. 21 completions 289 yards and did not have a touchdown pass he did have one interception on the ground we talked about how hard it was for Ole Miss to do anything offensively Henry Parrish only 57 yards on the ground he was the leader averaging 4.8 yards a carry and Snoop Connor did have 47 yards and had one touchdown but this would be the only time the Rebels would lose during the regular season and it would be a nice winning streak for head coach Lane Kiffin as the Rebels returned home, they would host the Liberty Flames. The interesting component about the Liberty Flames, it was this former head coach, Hugh Freeze. But Ole Miss would do a nice job of getting out really early on the Flames, eventually beating Liberty 27-14. to And, in fact, got up 24 to nothing before the Flames made a little bit of a comeback. But let's be honest, it was a team that Ole Miss should beat. Kind of lit down in the second half. Ole Miss would finish with 466 total yards. 324 through the air and 142 on the ground. The Rebels get out early. A 70-yard Jerian Ely touchdown run to open the scoring. Kane Costa a 43-yard field goal in the first quarter. In the second quarter, it was a Jerian Ely four-yard touchdown run and a Dennis Jackson 40-yard touchdown pass from Matt Corral. The Rebels lead 24 to nothing. Credit the Flames. They did make a comeback, but Ole Miss would eventually win. after Caden Costa would add a 38-yard field goal in the third quarter. Fourth quarter would go scoreless, but Matt Corral, big day, through the air once again, 324 yards on 20 completions and had the one-touchdown pass on the ground. It was another big day for On Ely, averaging 11.5 yards a carry, totaled 115 yards, two touchdowns, and the winning streak was on. Up next, Texas A&M and head coach Jimbo Fisher, the Aggies coming to Oxford in quite frankly one of the most complete games that Ole Miss played all season long. When the dust settles, the Rebels twenty-nine, Texas A&M nineteen, and Ole Miss would eclipse five hundred four yards on a Texas A&M really really good Texas A&M defense. Ole Miss got the scoring early, going up ten to nothing by one. A kick of 33 yards from Kane Costa and also a Dontario Drummond two-yard touchdown pass from Matt Corral. Ole Miss kept the scoring going in the second quarter. By the way, that Ole Miss defense just stopped Zach Calzada and that entire Texas A&M offensive attack. Completely scoreless in the first quarter. Second quarter, Ole Miss, Costa Costa, 32-yard field goal. By the way, you're hitting field goal a lot this year. A lot different than last year. Ole Miss a lot better in the special teams department. Uh, they had a two-yard safety to close the second quarter, and Ole Miss led 15 to nothing going into half. The one downside for Ole Miss, the third-quarter offensive woes would begin against Texas A&M as the, uh, the Aggies did a nice job offensively. They got a field goal from Seth Small, and they also got a 24-yard touchdown run by a really good running back, Devon A-Chain, who finally got things going in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Texas A&M would cut it to two as Seth Small connected from 43 yards out, 15-13. to 13. But Ole Miss and Snoop Connor, 13-yard run. The kick was good from Costa. And also an A.J. Finley 52-yard interception return for a touchdown to pretty much put this game away. Uh, the Rebels extended the lead 29-13 and then uh, had a late score from A-Chain to cut the lead. And uh, Ole Miss would win this one 29-19. And the Rebels are really hot after beating a really good Texas m team. They
0: got Calzada. He's sacked at the 19-yard line by Tavius Robinson. This one is over. The Rebels are going to get the victory.
2: The Rebels now sitting at 8-2 and 4-2 and and in the conference, and the talk of a special season is now being bantied about uh, inside the Manning Center. And Ole Miss, an opportunity to do something special, and we would know they would win their final two games and get that Sugar Bowl bid. The following week in Oxford, Ole Miss would be at home once again in the Navy Blues as they beat Vanderbilt 31-17 and run that record to 9-2 and set up a big, big game against Mississippi State in Starkville for the battle for the Golden Egg and also an opportunity to get to that coveted access bowl. Ole Miss got out to a big start, just like they have all year long, 10 nothing over the Commodores early in the first quarter. First, an eight-yard catch by Jerry Neely out of the backfield for Matt Corral to go up 7-0. nothing. A Cain cost a 28-yard field goal. Opens that lead up a little more to 10-0. To then Vanderbilt gets on board uh, after a Joseph Bulova's field goal. And Vanderbilt cuts that lead to 10-3. To the good news for Vanderbilt, it was scoring. The bad news, it was by way of field goals. And Ole Miss, was uh, they were scoring touchdowns. Uh, the Rebels got on the board once again. With a Dontario Drummond ten yard touchdown pass from Matt Corral, opened the lead to seventeen to thirteen. Vanderbilt could only get a field goal of their next possession with seven twenty two to go in the second quarter, cuts the lead to seventeen to six. Ole Miss extends that lead again. Jared Ely a four yard touchdown run, twenty four to six over the Commodores, and then the Vanderbilt Commodores in the first half with a field goal did a nice job driving down the field. I thought uh, Mike Wright had a great. Offensive game plan, the quarterback for Vanderbilt got the Commodores down the field. They just could not get into the end zone. Joseph Bulovis, the transfer from Alabama, connects once again. Boy, he's a great kicker. 24-9, to and Ole Miss had, uh, had Vanderbilt pretty much under control at this point. Uh, Ole Miss scores right. Uh, does not score in the third quarter. Those third quarter woes continue for the Rebels. They do score in the fourth quarter. Extend the lead to 31-9. to as uh, Henry Perry scores from eight yards out, Vanderbilt would score late in the game on a Rocco Griffin run with seven minutes to go. And Ole Miss takes care of Vanderbilt. And now 9-2 and two in the season, 5-2 and two in the Southeastern Conference, sets up the big game against Mississippi State for the battle for the Golden Egg in Starkville. Ole Miss winners of the battle for the Golden Egg a year ago, looking to go 2-0 against Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach. And uh, it was a cold, cold night in Starkville, The rain was pouring, the wind was blowing, and it was not ideal conditions, to say the least, on Thanksgiving night. Mississippi State had a great game plan, came out throwing the football, had some big, big drops early, but Ole Miss took advantage and would eventually come away with a win. I think if you were to ask either Mississippi State or Ole Miss fans, they would said, well, I expect a shootout. Didn't happen. (laughs) Both defenses played well, and uh, Ole Miss held uh, Mississippi State twice, in the first half, they held them to a field goal first off uh, as Mississippi State connected. Nolan McCord was good from 34 yards out. Ole Miss did a nice job driving out of the field. But, again, credit Mississippi State's defense. Held the Rebels to a field goal, 3-3. Three to three. Mississippi State held once again by the Ole Miss defense. And uh, at the end of the first quarter, yeah, everybody's kind of shaking their head. Mississippi State leading Ole Miss, but it was only 6-3. to three. That was the surprising part. In the second quarter, the only score would come by way of Ole Miss – and a lot of that was because of the Ole Miss defense was playing well. And it was a lot of because Mississippi State was shooting itself in the foot on offense. Snoop Connor scored from one yard out to give Ole Miss a lead late in the first half, ten to six. Ole Miss would then come out scoring in the third quarter and open the lead to seventeen to six after a Snoop Connor. One yard run. Yeah, big night for Snoop Connor. Really good runner inside the tackles, and that's something that Connor has done all year long. Uh, Ole Miss did a nice job down the stretch extending the lead to 24-6 to with 11 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Matt Corral, a four yard run the Kale Nation kick was good. Ole Miss extended the lead to 24 to 6, but if anybody knows in the battle for the golden egg, you never give up. And Mississippi State did a nice job coming back. Jaden Wally a nice 11-yard touchdown pass from Will Rogers with only seven minutes to go in the game to cut the lead to 24-13. Ole Miss scored a big score, might I might add, with 5.35 to go in the game. Jerry Ely a 15-yard pass from Matt Corral, separated a little bit more separation, 31-13 over Mississippi State. But the Bulldogs didn't quit. Came back and scored on a Jakevious Marks 11-yard run to cut the lead to 31-21, to but a good job by Ole Miss. A couple of onside t- uh, kick attempts by uh, Mississippi State. And the Rebels did a nice job and came away, recovering all of them down the stretch. And the Rebels get the, uh, the win in Starkville. And it's never an easy win. It's never an easy place to play in Starkville the cowbells were clanging the weather the weather wasn't great but Ole Miss comes away with a big win over Mississippi State and runs its record to 10 and two on the season and six and two in the Southeastern Conference
0: down at the three yard line and the game comes to a grinding halt Ole Miss 31 Mississippi State 21 the Rebels have won the 2021 Egg Bowl
2: and with that win the college football playoff committee selects Ole Miss to play Baylor in the Sugar Bowl, and that's how Ole Miss gets to 10 wins on the season. The first time Ole Miss has got to 10 wins in quite a while. And the first opportunity that Ole Miss is going to have to get to 11 wins in program history. And thanks for listening to today's Believe in Ole Miss podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Remember, we'll have one more podcast before we kick off the Sugar Bowl with CEO Jeff Huntley of the All-State Sugar Bowl, Brett Norworthy of the Ole Miss Radio Network and more, right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. Once again, we'd like to thank Bet Online our title and presenting sponsors. Remember, head on over to the new and updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Just use our promo code Believe fifty. That's B L E A V fifty to receive your bonus. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks again for listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network.